Welcome to Black Oil and Bee Stings, the officially unofficial podcast for the X-Files on Fox. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 10, Episode 1, entitled My Struggle. It's, it's Season real. 10, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what they're calling they, it. They've got the same intro and everything. It's got to be just a continuation where they left off. I... I don't know why it surprised me, but when they trotted out the old intro, it surprised and delighted me. Yeah. Like, I thought they would have some new kind of slick thing, but they rolled uh-huh. out the exact old shitty, nothing ain't changed since the early 90s, and it was glorious. <laughs> uh-huh. It you got was the glorious. badges, you got the yeah. old photos. Yeah. Uh, I really thought it was cool how they kind of took the opportunity to not show any of the former actors in the intro. Mm-hmm. Like, Mulder does this voiceover thing, and he's, you know, he still sounds roughly the same, so... Sure. It, but I thought they were going to go with like a more glorious, grand entrance for each of these characters, and it doesn't seem like they really did. No, I mean, so what did you think of the episode? Because I am glad that I read a lot of pre-advanced kind of negativity and kind of bracing me for some of the stuff, because mm, I yeah. was surprised how much I liked it. But then we got to Mulder's port scene, and it's like a Formula One car in a wreck. It just started tumbling, uh-huh. and pieces fell off. And everybody and... covers their mouth. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but secretly, this is what we're really watching it for. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Yep. Because uh, otherwise, it's just everybody turning turning left. <laughs> totally. Uh, no, turning that, right. That's how I feel. Uh, well, Formula One, they turn all sorts of no, that's true. directions. NASCAR. That's the one you got to watch NASCAR. out NASCAR, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was... So I was just as shocked as you were by that scene, uh-huh. like how ridiculous it was. I mean, it's bad. Uh, it's and real they, bad. And then it's they, then they bad. just continue to accelerate when uh-huh. they do, like at that point where Tad, O'Malley, mm-hmm. and Mulder tag team Scully's brain, <laughs> yeah. it's like Chris Carter jerking off on a draft script of JFK from Oliver Stone. Totally. Like, and I, like I, I was not prepared for that the first time around, I guess. It like, was funny. Even though I know I'm watching the X-Files, I know that shit's going to be in there, certainly, and I'm not, like, yeah, I'm not against the conspiracy part of sure. it. Sure, no. It's just the, the fever pitch that it hits yeah. at that point is just, like, a little too much. Although, on second watch, I was prepared for it, and I was like, okay, this is going to happen. I just need to kind of sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Yeah. And so... Most of most of my first watch, I was thinking, you know what? This isn't so bad. Like, this mm-hmm. is kind of good. I'm I'm okay with it. Like, it's kind of what I want X-Files to be. Yeah. Which is, you know, conspiracy stuff top to bottom. It's Mulder and Scully, will they, won't they? It's like everything but the Monster of the Week episode, which I'm, mm-hmm. sh- I'm sure is coming up mm-hmm. soon. Have you seen an episode two yet? I haven't, no. Okay. Uh, uh, so, I- so I really liked it the first time around, except for that one part. And then the second time, I thought it was pretty good. I thought they needed more than 45 minutes to completely wad up and throw away, like, the last three mm. seasons worth of continuity. Sure, yeah. And I feel like that's the reason that it, it came off, like, you know, low-budget Oliver Stone JFK is because he was trying to stuff so much into it and try to recontextualize X-Files for, like, the modern era. Yeah. Um, and it, it just some of it worked, some of it didn't. And and the other sure. thing is like I I had heard rumors that they were going to kind of just base the continuity off of the movies and a lot of the later stuff that was all the super soldier. And... Well, that bearded guy he's from the movie, the what second movie. Guy? That bearded uh, guy that he meets with in the no yeah. is he? Because I thought I tried from to... the second movie. Sure, I tried to determine. Are you you're talking about the old mm-hmm. guy who the was doctor. the Roswell doctor? Uh-huh. No, that's yeah. not the same guy. Totally the same. No, guy. Can't be. I just watched this like. 
Did you actually look ago. at the actors though? Because I actually tried to. I didn't like on IMDb. I tried but... to determine whether this guy we'd ever seen before because I I have a kind of a bitch about like of all of all the rich crew of malcontents and whatnot the Mulder has mm-hmm. talked to over the years. We couldn't dig someone up like that. We have to invent someone he's had a ten year relationship with. But you're saying okay, so if you're saying he was in the movie, I don't think he was. I think you're t- you're confusing him and Martin was... Landau. Who was the guy in the movie he meets at the bar? No, no, God, no! I'm okay. not confusing them at all. I don't know who you're talking. That guy's about. way taller. Uh, no, I and plus he's from Rounders. All right, the, well, if he's actually a part of the X Files mythos, um, I my think first he thought, is. I think my first is. thought is like I don't understand why they just don't use Deep Throat. And then yeah, I, was, yeah. I went to the because you know again I I noped out between season six and seven and I found out that like. In season seven, they murdered Deep Throat. They killed him off, the character. Yeah, I somehow through osmosis of pop culture, I knew that he wasn't around anymore. Okay. But I didn't know why or anything. I still don't know why. But that, that scene also is stilted as hell. Like, you know, it's like the, <laughs> yeah. the dialogue back for you're wasting my time. Tell uh-huh. me something new isn't old news. You're, I mean, it's and just... then he, at the end, he comes back with like, oh, well, actually, you're really fucking close. Yes. And I was trying to throw you off the scent during our conversation. Like, even though I don't want to. I, it's like, look, man, you're old. You're you've got a week. Maybe you're like two. George Martin on the eleventh novel of Game of Thrones. Old. If you want, no, if, you're like Robert Jordan. Is what you are. If you if, if you don't want to take this secret to your grave, then stop being so coy, old man. Yep. Jesus. Yep. All right, we should probably get into the recap. I overall, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah. So we begin with Mulder's monologue that essentially, you know, gives everybody what they need to know to enjoy the episode, whether you're old yes. X-Files hand and new X-Files fan. Uh, it's this close to being a documentary on the H2 channel. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they, they sum it up with a pretty nifty CGI UFO crash, which I wasn't prepared for. I wasn't really prepared for the quantum leap of... Uh, special effects that they they took in the show. Sure, I mean they've always been good at the practical effects, mm-hmm. uh, but you know the the CGI digital work was was pretty top notch, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and I liked seeing Mulder in a Spock outfit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we have the classic credit sequence, which we both lo- loved. Yeah, uh, and then a flashback to 1947 Roswell, where there's this either army or air force doctor some kind of military and i'm not sure actually the army and air force used to be one and the same i'm not sure when they split it was sometime Ah. after world war ii but Hmm. uh they're going to uh roswell and there was a i think it's a clever like when he responded it's two shakes of a lamb's tail like that's a little wink towards the manhattan project did you know this no so the nuclear physicists who seem to have a sense of humor because they're always you know they're naming quarks up down blue green whatever they're quirky guys uh they they named the unit of time it takes for a certain i forget exactly what but for certain process the the infinitesimally small unit of time a nuclear explosion or reaction takes place they define it as that that unit of time as a shake of a lamb's tail so it's like it takes how do you know this have you just read this somewhere so there's a tom clancy book called (laughs) some of all fears where they detail building a nuclear bomb and they all just this is all exposition they talk about how and the precise timing you need for these switches because it's just such a you know, it's like it takes it's it's three shakes, like from the time this this detonator goes off to the time the explosives compress the core to the time the tritium's got to be injected. It's just all crazy, but yeah, it, it, it soaked in through reading a bunch of. Uh, okay. Which you know, Tom Clancy's cool. a decent com- uh, companion to the X Files because he got the same kind of 
you know, crypto, fascist, paranoia, government mm-hmm. conspiracy stuff, except for usually government's a good guy. Anyway, uh, I, I thought that this this doctor, as he was initially propo- um, shown on the screen, seemed to me a lot like a proto-Scully. Okay. You know, he's yeah. a man of medicine, and he's trying to do what's right and, and, and whatnot. Um, he also, they pull up to a craft, and this is, it's, it's important to note that it's broad fucking daylight. Mm-hmm. And they pull up to a crashed alien craft that appears to be made of rebar concrete. Sure, yeah. Looks like it. I mean, it's just straight, like, really? You couldn't have put some circuit boards or some kind of honeycomb structure? It's just rebar concrete, guy. All right, uh-huh. fine. But, but they make it apparent you don't need a lightweight. before the intro that, that this is some alien material, right? Because yeah. you can see through it. Yeah, it's like transparent aluminum, but uh-huh. nope, it's just rebar concrete. And you know, it makes <laughs> sense. You don't need to optimize for any kind of weight reduction when you're sailing on graviton waves or whatnot. Sure, the universe will take care of it. Uh, <laughs> so Scully's prepping for surgery. No, whoa, 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 whoa. I couldn't get over the wastefulness of the military here. Like, A, they're driving these two guys out to this site in a fucking bus. Well, what, gas, gotta, was, gas was like three cents a gallon yeah, back then. You gotta be drinking the gas. I don't gas. know if you looked outside, it's that price right now. It, it is, yeah. And then... You go to the crash site, like you said, it's broad fucking daylight, and they've got all the lights on. Yeah. What is with this, military? Like, conserve a little bit of energy here. I I have further questions. Okay. So, well, you know, that's the thing, is they're trying to bring on an ice age or global warming or Venus or something. Yeah, this Venus So they're doing their part. This Venus syndrome. We'll talk about it. Uh, Fire up the generators. Uh, Sir, it's broad daylight. We don't... Fire up the generators! (laughs) This planet's not going to cook itself. Uh, So in present day, Scully is prepped for surgery. Uh, with uh, she's going to operate on what we later find out is a kid with no ears, which is very obvious on second watch. It's like, oh yeah, the kid's missing ears. Yeah, I thought he looked funny. Uh, and Skinner calls their old boss from the uh, FBI, wanting to get a hold of Mulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then go to Mulder's Unabomber shack, and he's watching for some reason a rerun of Obama coming on Jimmy Kimmel, where they're shucking and jiving about. That's probably an unfortunate choice of words. Uh, where they're doing a saw, they're doing this 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 vaudeville act about aliens and and Area Fifty One and whatnot. Sure. And he's like, "My life's become a punchline." And and uh, Scully says, "Oh, just wait." Google search Tad O'Malley, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a much better looking, much fitter Glenn Beck. And he's talking about gun control and new okay. world order and mm-hmm. and whatnot. And he's Jeff Winger from Community as well. Yeah, I was thinking like, uh, what's his name, Alex. Uh... Ah, fuck the the Alex fuck nine, yeah, yeah, sure. Alex fuck the the nine eleven conspiracy guy oh the loose change the guy yeah yeah no, yeah no 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 well he's also he's he's also a much fitter better looking version of that guy <laughs> yes as well. completely uh so his his interest has peaked and he agrees to meet this Tad O'Malley at a location of his specifi- specification which mm-hmm. he meets Scully there and he takes I guess an Uber there's a little joke about it it's kind of a recurring joke that doesn't really go anywhere or mean anything yeah i mean i think they're getting at like Mulder being a recluse and like recluses it, don't own cars and, no like a recluse who's also like kind of on the edge of sanity and like sure. th- this hitchhiking thing might be the thing that Scully sees as going over the edge i don't think he's really hitchhiking though no he's not. i think he took an uber but yeah. that's the thing like an off the grid weirdo who's concerned with government uh, surveillance is going to get on his cell phone right. install the uber app and uber's going to come card- out to his middle of the fuck nowhere house and put his credit card in there uh-huh. uh yeah maybe he's got a fake id or something he did well it's better than the hassle of tipping come sure on. 
Uh, I thought he had a really interesting MacGruber slash MacGyver look to him. Yeah, he's got that that army style. Kind of the faux military jacket. Not green. Not quite a mullet, but scruffy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely looking scruffier than he did when he was on the FBI. Uh, so Although that changes from season to season and even, like, episode Depends episode. on if the X-Files are shut down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, his personal grooming goes to hell and he doesn't have to go to the office for a while. Uh, so Tad meets him with a limo and a private security detail and everybody's suitably impressed slash annoyed with this. And he's talking about, we have to go inside my super secret limo because there's low-flying aircraft listening in and... Uh, you know, Drones. He, he seems very paranoid, perhaps justifiably, mm-hmm. um, but uh, he gets into the limo and Mulder kind of shit tests him with the Kelly Cahill incident, which I researched. Yeah, I did, too. And is a real thing in quotation marks. Well, yeah, it is a real report. Yes. From real people. Yes. <laughs> and that's that's about all I'll say about that. OK, uh, I, I find it hysterical that Mulder is so skeptical mm-hmm. about other people's conspiracy theories like i i don't know with all the shit he's seen like he's seen the most serious of shit he's seen alien craft take off from the arctic circle he's fled from gray aliens that have chased him yes he has seen monster after monster come Mm -hmm. after him Mm -hmm. thousands of alien things like his idea that like I I want to believe like the difference is I don't believe but I want to believe and evidence is hard to come by. No, you've seen all the evidence; it's all there, man. Well, so I think I I thought that in the first time too. The okay. second time I thought he was being more wry about. You know, it's kind of like if you see Bigfoot, but mm-hmm. all you have is a blurry photo. Do you have proof? You have personal proof. Like, well, then you believe. You don't want to believe. Yeah, but I, I feel like again, it's kind of like this is Mulder. Also, like the world was supposed to end in 2012. It's something oh, that was yeah, a late they development. Go down there. Sure. And and you know we're clearly living in 2016. Well, and the 2012 world has is ended. the countdown. Is the beginning of the countdown, as Mulder says later. Well, yeah. So he had to retcon. <laughs> but you imagine if you're, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, any kind of millennial cult that's like the world's going in in 1914 mm-hmm. and then it doesn't you have a period of oh shit now what oh i get it i'll retcon it into christ invisible presence beginning to rule or some shit the, like see, that the key to that is the kool-aid yeah then you don't leave people to complain about it not happening well you can get uber out there but you can't get de- uh, kool-aid delivered to the shack sure sure um but yeah uh he then says, says I, I need you to meet someone and we're introduced to Saveta. Who is played by the girl who plays Nina? Nina, Nina not from, Nina. That's from the one Americans, of the yeah. ships that Chris Columbus sailed the ocean blue on. Uh, yeah, she's from the, the the Russian double, triple, quadruple agent on on the Americans. She must actually be Russian, the actress, right? I think so, because she just keeps getting cast as these roles. Sure, although like, I imagine she probably has a Russian accent. It's funny life. though because she seemed she's an American citizen. Sure, uh, like at least a second generation American citizen. And in, in this Americans episode. can still have. Russian accent, Russian really? Sure. I feel like that's a first generation thing. Why do you say she's second? Oh, oh, in the in the timeline of this story. So you're yes. saying like this character probably shouldn't have a Russian accent. Yes. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. She's a good actress. I like her. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but she claims she 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 shows her midriff and she's got what can only be described as like melon ball scars around her abdominal abdominal area. A little creepy. Which is you know. That's evidence, right? 
It's evidence of where harm to her body. These? Yeah, where did you get these? How did they, you know, what... It's... They're not your standard-looking scars, for sure. Yeah, and I and then she claims that she has alien DNA, something that Mulder says you can test for, right, Scully? And she's like... Absolutely. I don't know what the hell... I mean, I can see if she's got human DNA. But that's the yeah. thing. It's like, that's that's not a, a successful proof that she... I mean, what does that mean if she doesn't have alien DNA? If she doesn't have alien DNA? Well, what I'm saying is, like, from what I understand of DNA, like, a lot of it is, you know, like, we, what, have some kind of 97% commonality with chimpanzees. We're, like, uh-huh. 90% in common with a fucking fruit fly. Yeah. It, it What would that mean, that she has human DNA? Like, can the sure. aliens not manipulate her genes without splooging in it to, to, to reveal their fingerprints in there? Well, or? I, I imagine if her DNA isn't 100% human... I just don't know what that able... means. Yeah, I guess I I don't totally know what that means either. But she's sequencing a... her entire genome, I guess. I, I'm not, yeah, I know. I'm not a si- saying, I'm not a like... scientist like Scully. So sure. Um, a lot of exposition here, but yeah, she asserts... there's, there's this line about memories planted over memories to make people forget, and like yeah. I was just thinking jargon planted over jargon to make people <laughs> not notice. Sure, sure. They flipped the polarity on the Bassard <laughs> ram scoop, and that's what happened. Uh-huh. Uh, but she says the aliens made her pregnant and, and whatnot. We didn't go back to And they've, f- they've been taking her babies before they've been born. Yes. Lots of them. Yeah. Numerous babies. One for each uh, melon scoop in her belly. Probably. Uh, she's like those Sumerian toads that just, they, they implant the baby and they grow in her skin. Mm. Uh, so you got another flashback to Roswell in 47. It's now, it's now nighttime. The lights are being yep. put to good use, but they're just now discovering a fucking alien crawling who is away. crawling, leaving a big blood trail like a football field away from the crash site. Yeah. What the actual fuck? They needed a doctor there to even start <laughs> to even investigating start the, search, the area? Right? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, I agree. That's a little strange. And it's still alive, which is a pleasant surprise. You know, you can tell that the doctor is kind of like, wow, what? this is amazing. And then the men in black uh, direct its soldiers to shoot the alien, and they riddle him with bullets. A whole bunch, yeah. Crucially and conspicuously, the alien's still breathing at this point. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, which I thought huh. was like, oh, they're going to, he's going to be super resistant, or, you know, I, I don't know what's going on here. But then they put a body sheet over him, and I guess he's dead. So I don't know why they animated him yeah. breathing, but they did. If I know anything about aliens from watching Independence Day, it's that they, once they're out of their suits, yeah, but they're just like humans. They're squishy. Okay, uh, but they can take over your mind. Well, yeah, only if they grab you. Only if they grab you. <laughs> uh, so they're testing Sveta, and she asserts that she has powers, but conveniently can't consistently draw upon them, which sets off Scully's uh, amazingly still functional skeptic ability. Yeah, her alarms start start uh, buzzing. Uh, and then she deduces or uses her mind powers to suggest that her and Mulder have a history and they even have a child together. And then Scully medically tortures her to shut her up. So it's like, ah, quit asking, so quit uh-huh. asking a couple of questions. You, you're, you want this IV jabbed in you even harder? Uh, and then she goes, you don't know what it's like to be abducted, the Russian girl does. And you don't need to be a mind reader to read the smug look on Scully's face as she leans way into the camera <laughs> to deduct that maybe Scully knows after all. Sure. Uh, there is there's another scene where Tad decides that this none of these scenes seem to hold together. Uh, it's just random yeah. things that Todd's doing on his field trip for Mulder to convince him that these aliens are actually a government conspiracy. Sure, it, it feels like that throughout. Like all the explanations that Mulder is going to give about like what happened and why and how. Yeah, 
are all just kind of made up yeah. and like don't connect to each other necessarily and right. like that's how I kind of felt about parts of this episode. Right, like there's there's bulletproof limo money and there's mm-hmm. helicopter money and then there's secret fucking facility with an alien replica vehicle, Faraday cage, super high-tech technology money. I don't know that the wingnuts of the world can supply you that much money. I to have a staff know. of scientists and like it's I mean know. running a business I don't know. I mean what does he do with the technological stuff that comes out of there just with the discoveries blows he... disgraced fbi my agents minds that's that's, that's all he does once he a takes year people there it's a it's the red letter day on his calendar I bet you ain't seen shit like this sure sure boom <laughs> uh but it's it's kind of it's again these effects are awesome yeah um it powers up using zero point energy of course and then it cloaks no i don't think it cloaks because Mulder walks through it so like I don't huh. think it like stealth. I think it is gone. Really? Somewhere. Well, that yeah. was an expensive mind blow because I, Yeah, I don't know where it goes. Like maybe he has another facility with a bunch of other scientists and they timeshare the oh, thing. Oh, they just <laughs> It's like a, a game of volleyball. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why, but he w- clearly like walks through where the ship was. Well, see, be. I I thought it was g- cloaked and they were explaining it was like it's using gravity to bend the lights. I know they said it was a drive too, but Yeah, I thought it was like it was displaced into another Huh. Okay. An- another facility somewhere. And they talk about this uh, element 113? 150. One fi- no, wait, 115? Yeah. One f- I, thought it, was I one- thought it was 150, which was, you know, off the... It's actually a real element. It's un Oh, it is? Yeah, and huh. it's got a half-life of like 200 milliseconds, <laughs> which is a problem. That is a huge problem, yeah. If you're yeah. aware of uh, chemistry, it means uh-huh. that half of the sample will evaporate... Uh, in in twenty mil, uh, in two hundred milliseconds, which would seem like a bad thing to build a ship out of. But this is this is also classic alien uh, conspiracy lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, like this, uh, I think it's called Illyrium in XCOM UFO Defense, but it's element mm-hmm. one fifteen as well. That's why I thought it was one fifteen. Okay, yeah, I confuse it with one fifty, which yeah. doesn't, doesn't exist, and I assumed. But they, they've, oh, they're, just going they're up saying the that they've alloyed this and that's and, and this whole graviton thing. It's like you can read the uh, if you go to Wikipedia and look up on Impentium, there's like a thing at the top that says if you're looking for a conspiracy, kooky science fiction thing, look here. Huh. And it takes you and like all this stuff is essentially built into the script. OK, we have another flashback where the doctor's retrieving the corpse of an alien and he's getting all sanctimonious about being a man of medicine with the man in black. Uh, which doesn't quite jibe with what we know from the old man version of this character. Like, how did he go from this well, self-righteous... He's an old man now. No, yeah. but I'm saying that when he's doing this, the, the, the bulk of his experiments, they show him still as a young man, and he's supervising this stuff. Yeah. How did they talk or coerce him into doing this? He got beat down over the years. I don't know. Yeah, and he didn't know that they're going to use his research for evil, but like this is this is your introduction as organization. I think you can draw some conclusions and inferences, man. And also, yeah, do you I, want a doctor? Do you want a fucking scientist? Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I imagine there were probably scientists involved in the excavation of that craft. I guess. I'm just saying, but that, like, we're just not showing them. Yeah, it's... yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there wasn't, they didn't quite have enough time to do everything they needed to do in this episode. Yeah, and some of the threads are are bare. As a result, um, we go back to fu- the the future, the present, and Scully's drawing her own blood. Did you notice that Scully is covered in blood to a surprising degree for ear surgery, yeah, arterial spray? What's she doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> 
like this th- poor kid. At least once per surgery, he's like, uh, no, you don't want to cut his his artery, his jugular vein. You don't want to. You don't, <laughs> don't want to nick, nick that. that. <laughs> you need to be significantly higher up on the jawline, Dana. Come on now, this is like the fortieth ear surgery you've done. Yeah, it's real weird. Like I feel like there's a deleted scene where things went horribly wrong on multiple days because she's always like a splashed. light comes out of the sky and she's distracted or something <laughs> and like sure I don't know. Um, but she explains that what she's been doing in this uh, Catholic hospital is working on microtia, which is another real condition where kids are born with deformed and, and sometimes entirely missing external ears. Looks suspiciously like an alien. Yeah. And then Tad says uh, he's here to check up on her and Mulder, but mostly because he wanted to see her again. Oh, no. This... Oh, bring on the shippers. Do you... Bring it on. What? Why would Dana Scully? I mean, I, I get it that he's a handsome, very—he's like the young athlete. version of Mulder, right? But Except rich, and a little bit more often to the conspiracy, like a little less careful about his. I don't. He's know. He's more public with it, certainly. Yeah. Maybe it's because I am a latent shipper, but I don't understand why Mul- Scully would instantly champagne limousine ride this guy up. It, I'm I'm with you. It seemed a little out of character. Very. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like they're trying to set up some kind of love triangle here. Maybe one of the alien DNA changes they made makes uh, Joel McHale just irresistible to women. He's not it's already. Like a, it's a pheromonal thing. He's. I, I thought that's just what Joel McHale was I guess. without the DNA. I guess Joe McHale's always like uh, he's like community hot. But yeah, he's. Is there a woman alive that's like yeah? Joel McHale is was he? He's my hall pass. Out of all the... Like, yeah, he's definitely generically good-looking, and he's... Hall pass? What's that term? You know, like, if you, you're in a relationship, and it's like, hey, I'm faithful for you with you, but if Scarlett Johansson ever came calling, just oh, no. Oh, yeah. Or the... if John Hamm ever rolls up with his big hog and says, let's go, it's 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 going to happen. That's that kind of sure, thing. Sure, sure. Uh, I don't know. I think what they're trying to do here is set up a love triangle, and they're trying to do it really quickly. It's not working. Because they only have six episodes, it's but... It's not working. It, it was too quick. Dana Scully does not... Yeah, you know, take a shower. Does not shower her her blood splashed clavicles for this guy and get in a limousine on on a second date. No way. I'm with you. Uh, Mulder then hitchhikes to Sveta's house, and she doesn't. He he gets her to confess that she doesn't actually believe aliens are taking her baby. Uh, and I don't know why Tad was trying to soft pedal this because it mm-hmm. seems like this is what he wanted Mulder to discover. So she outs it that it's actually men who's been stealing her babies this whole time. She's seen their faces. They're recognizably human. Um, That's the thing about... Which, what does that mean in the context of X-Files? Do they have ears? Right? Test number one, do they have ears? But with all the human-alien hybrids and shit that run around, like, I, I don't know what it what it exactly means that you can see like oh well while i was being abducted and having false memories implanted i'm rock solid sure that men's faces are the things i saw it is a little weird the other thing that's weird that you pointed out is that tad doesn't just tell him what's up here unless he doesn't know he knows right does does it come up later that he knows that Tad? Oh, yeah, Tad, because that's why they had a significant look between them when she's saying, oh, aliens took my that's baby. That's right, that's right. She's like, should I, 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 so, but why? I mean, that is, that's certainly a pattern with Mulder, right? Like, everybody around him tells him half-truths and yeah. kind of leads him down a path to his own discovery, but sure. normally there feels like there's at least somewhat of a reason for it. Like, they want to be secretive, they can't give all the information away, 
Tad just talks about it on a fucking talk show. Sure. And he won't tell Mulder? It's real strange. Well, here's another strange thing. To gain her confidence, Mulder says, look, everything you say stays between you and me. Smash cut to him on the cell phone. Skull, you won't believe what this crazy Russian bitch just told me yep. about her. Ba- yep. I mean, and now we have to tell the world. And she, he's using her <laughs> name on. He's using. She's. He's using her name over an unsecured phone line. Mm-hmm. She has Tad stop, pull over, so he can get out of her super secret limo to discuss these facts. And then after they t- get all this incriminating evidence that the Patriot systems are all listening to, yep. Mulder says, "Hey, look, we can't continue this conversation over phone line." I'm like, "Why the fuck not?" Sure. You've already given out the details. Like, the government presumably knows the whole story. If they hear a piece of it out in the open, you're going to be... Yep. The goon squad's going to come, so... And that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Mulder. Man. Mulder's rusty. He's rusty. He's been he out of the game for a long time. He is. He's been watching just YouTube, Obama, yeah. and Jimmy... Uh, <laughs> not Fallon, the other Jimmy. Kimmel. Kimmel. Non-stop. It's rotted his brain. It's, it's made him soft. <laughs> Uh, so again, she's in a, I, I mentioned kind of buried the lead here, but she's actually sipping champagne with Tad in his limo mm-hmm. and she's all dressed up and pretty looking. Uh, and he says, so he's in the middle of this conversation. He's like, look, I got to go. And he bails on her. What she, why she says, Mulder, Mulder, are you there? That's the classic X-Files. Drill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mulder's got to hang up on Scully. The dial tone's been going for 30 sure. seconds and she's still screaming. So then Mulder <laughs> decides he's going to visit Skinner. And he finds out the X Files have been cleaned out. They're they're nowhere to, to, to be found. This and is amazing. Yeah, this the, is a the, weird passive aggressive. Who cares more about the X Files thing between? Uh, this has always kind of been their relationship, Mulder. right? Like yeah. Skinner, he, Mulder always thinks Skinner is kind of working against him half the time, and he and is, half, the half the time Skinner's actually helping him. But then he find out that they've been forcing my hands. Like, you know, I've really uh-huh. been doing it just to protect you, and it's just. But the the thing that's the most amazing is these uh-huh. pencils in the ceiling. Oh, I sure. fucking loved seeing great. those pencils still there. That's pretty great. Like they come in, they clear, <laughs> clear the files out, but they haven't used this office in what fourteen years? Is what he says. Mm, Ten years? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he says. I thought it was. I know he said a decade of my life in this office, but I think it's been like fourteen years or something. Hmm. Yeah, since they've been in the office. Yeah, I can't re- honestly. I can't remember because they are not in the office in the movie, are they? Plus, Mulder's gone at seven, season seven. And then so. he comes back. I guess I actually he I actually tracked like down like a timeline of events, oh, and God. when they got into like seasons eight and nine, I'm like, wow, this is some really crazy shit. Yeah, uh, like like Mulder was dead at the end of one finale, and then he's back to life. And... So I know he's not in the office in the 2008 movie. Okay, he's kind of living I, okay, living so in this shack. Years. Roughly the. I think it might be the same shack uh-huh. that he's living in. Uh, so yeah, um, but anyway, they have this you know cockfight about conspiracy theory bullshit they spout each other and surveillance and police state and this and that. And Skinner's like, "Why don't you do something about it? Why don't you do something about it, man?" Reopen the X Files. Well, on. not only that, Come but on, like Skinner. Yeah, like I don't get Skinner as a character. I mean, he's, even if you're not going to involve Mulder, reopen the X Files. He's a great plot device for keeping this show going. Yeah, but that seems to be what what is what his deal is. Um, so we go back to Tad O'Malley having another web broadcast, I guess, where he's talking about if you have a registered firearm, you're going to be targeted for extinction when the shit hits the fan. And a lighter uh-huh. note, Dana Scully. 
I want to put a big target on her back by talking about how he's she's gluing ears on the kids. <laughs> I got a new girlfriend. I want to talk about her on my yeah. show. It's essentially what it is. Yeah. And I, Scully's like, girlfriend, what? <laughs> yeah, right? I just had a drink with you in the limo. And as all this, she's watching this, a nurse comes in and said, hey, got your test results. And Scully's like, what the fuck? Run these tests again. Which I thought was confirmation that they were weird and alieny, and she was wanting them re-ran. Right? Yeah. Apparently her not. Her skeptical mind would say, rerun these, there must be an error. Apparently no, not. No, her non-skeptical brain was kicking in and saying, there must be an error, these are too normal. You know, rerun, you know, whatever. Run. I, that, it didn't bother me that she... I'll get to what bothers me later on. Okay. So, uh, Mulder meets with the old Roswell doctor. Yep. Which they don't make that clear in the beginning, but it becomes clear throughout the scene. Um, and I already talked about, I wish they'd been able to use some of the other informants, but they're all dead. And this is, I'm this word for word dial, his dialogue. This is old news. Tell me something new. You're wasting my time. You tell me, they'll make a mockery of it. You're nearly there. You're close. Roswell's, Roswell's a smokescreen. Yeah. That's his dialogue. What does Roswell as a smokescreen mean? I literally what it means, I guess like Roswell didn't actually happen and they faked it to cover something else up but we saw we saw the roswell crash i thought but it's see when, when if he's it's i get it if he says roswell in the sense that it's a weather balloon crash is a smoke screen but he's talking oh, to sure. a man who's talking about aliens landing and crash like you're talking to someone inside the circle under in that circumstance what does roswell as a smoke screen mean is that not a real alien I have more follow-up later, because there's another line of dialogue that completely blows my mind. Okay. Uh, which we'll get to. And then we have arrived at the porch scene. I mean, well, I mean, this is just a, a stew. A rich, complex conspiracy stew. I mean, he's talking about the military-industrial complex. With a bunch of George. He's talking about 2012 as the, 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 like... Sure. I don't know where he's going with all this shit, but he's mixing all of the possible conspiracy into the world theories. This is Donner together. This is, this is Donner. This is Donald Sutherland and uh, what's his face? I've the, the Kevin Costner sitting on a park bench in JFK. Okay, that's what yeah. this scene is. Like it, it, they've they've changed some of the facts and presidents are talking about, but that is what this scene is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get to the port scene, which is patently ridiculous and this is where i think the 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 episode starts to fall off a cliff for me yeah this seems a joke Uh, i mean many many people have cited the fact that they are literally just quoting the catch the catchphrase of the series the truth is out there i want to believe back and forth to each Uh other they're having the same argument they've had for the last decade yeah uh Inches from each other's faces, screaming, shouting at each other. The only thing that's that's slightly interesting about it is they introduce the second love triangle, bullshit love triangle, as love Sveta yeah. comes out of the front door and says, is everything okay? And you see Scully kind of roll her eyes and like, you've caught Russian fever, and yep. I know what's going on here, and she stalks off. What we don't know yet... Here's my conspiracy theory. Oh, is <laughs> that Skinner is actually involved in the love pentangle? Oh no! <laughs> it's just, and then you got to bring in witchcraft and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Werewolves. It's cra- it gets crazy in episode two. Surprise twist is he's actually dating Tad O'Malley though. <laughs> uh, he's supplying the helicopters and limousines, <laughs> bulletproof limousines. <laughs> I remember there were a lot of gay X Files fans super in love with Mulder with, and Skinner. No, 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 just Skinner. Okay, that the okay, bald yeah. with like the hair, like I, there sure. was a. I just remember 
there was a picture. I don't know where they got of Mitch Pelegi, or I think that's his name. I think so. Uh, you know, back on the old uh, Rec Art TV X Files news group of him, like in a reclined position with his shirt off, burly, hairy chest, and he's wearing <laughs> jeans, and he's naked from the waist up. Surprisingly fit, and yeah, you know that looks like a fit guy. That's what's floating people's boats, man. All right. Uh, so Mulder then proceeds to just info dump that in the World War II, nuclear bomb explosions drew aliens to Earth as, out of genuine brotherly intergalactic concern. Like, they've got this weird, um, probably a better version of the Prime Directive. Like, you know, the Federation mm-hmm. waits until you achieve warp. Yeah. This this civilization's like, oh, they're, they've are they reached a point where they could blow themselves up. Let's Let's kind of... Go down there, investigate, and maybe help them out. Help them find a better way. Mm-hmm. We, being the you know warmongering apes that we are, decided to kill them and harvest their technology and use it to oppress our fellow man. All the stuff about the aliens trying to invade us and infect us with the black oil and the syndicate trying to breed a virus-resistant strain of humanity, all that stuff is out the window, and it's now been the government using alien technology to bushwhack us and bamboozle us the whole fucking time. With the main goal being, no one knows the take. No, they they say it, the takeover of America. Yeah, but they say they're trying but, to but take to over what America, end? and they like, say that's, that's my the question piece. is why the takeover of America? That doesn't accomplish anything. Well, that's China's thing, out there, Japan's out there, Germany's thing is out it there. Feels like that they've, they've aco- like they've accomplished it. Mission accomplished. We are drinking beer and smoking weed and watching X-Files and football and we're shopping and we don't pay attention to politics or anything that's really important. Like, you you won. Now what? Conspiracy fulfilled. Why now do you want to poison the Earth into some kind of Venus hellhole so that you can escape to the friendly confines of space? It makes literally no sense. As of yet. And how does taking over America accomplish that goal? Then... Like, why are you not taking over the world with this alien technology? Like, should that have. be the goal? Maybe they have. Because here's and the if thing. And if you are going to take over the world, why destroy it with the Venus uh, flytrap proposal or whatever it's called? Venus syndrome. Right. And they say that, you know, then Tad says it's probably going to start on a Friday. Banks are going to close because of some computer virus. And then whammo, yep. bammo. They're going to start it in 2012. They're, they're going to they're going to do this or that. And Mulder's like, or maybe they'll fake an alien invasion. The Russians tried it in 1947. Are they suggesting that that was actually a Russian pilot who was an alien hybrid? And that was what was crawling away from the crash site? Because what they else? They doctored him up to look like an alien, or no? That he is—he's half fatal. I mean, there's some pretty freaking. Some of those fetuses they're pulling out of women look pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't. I think so. That must be. But that blows like re- that. That is really silly. Or is there some incident where the Russians were trying to get UFO looking stuff over? Over America, I seem to recall like people talking about something like that happening. I'm just saying that with the evidence like we're introduced plan. in this episode, the only thing that happened with aliens in 1947 was the Roswell, and then the guy says, "Yeah, but but he's doc- also quoting a lot of different actual sure. reports of stuff, right?" But they all they all flash that. Like I didn't hear, I don't know, maybe I didn't look up every single reference he made, but like the Kelly Cahill stuff, it makes me think that maybe he's referencing something that was really reported eh. uh, back in the day. The way that they're the way I feel like if it was that important, it would have. I, I feel like it's got to connect to Roswell because that's the only thing explicitly mentioned in the script. Like, I don't think Chris Carter trusts mm-hmm. us enough, and he shouldn't, to look up a bunch of UFO case files that Mulder is, you know, word salading out in the beginning of the episode and make the connection that 
some crazy people think the Russians faked alien landings back in 1947. I think he's asserting okay. that 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 alien crawling away was actually a Russian pilot that's all genetically jacked up. It, it's possible. Which, why didn't the Russians, like, take... I mean, if they had that kind of technology, we should all be writing Cyrillic and speaking right. Russian. Yeah, Da? Yeah. If da, they, comrade? If they have the alien technology, like, <laughs> why aren't they taking over America? Yeah. Yeah. Because they fucked up and crashed, man. They I crashed guess, their concrete... So. They crashed their shitty concrete Russian spacecraft. Well, that was the problem. They blended it with Russian building technologies. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up with just this concrete blob. Yeah. It was supposed to be made out of super, you know, high, but they just, yeah, it's, it's concrete and rebar. Built yeah. it strong. Um, but, yeah, I, I I felt like that was wild. And then Scully says, what you are saying is the worst sort of fear-mongering, claptrap, isolationist, techno-paranoia. Oh, but let me drop a bomb. And I'm like, yes, Scully, yes. Okay, drop the bomb. Is it going to be No, medic? Scully's about to drop the bomb. Oh. Well, but then Tad says... Uh, she goes, you literally can't say that. And Tad's like, I'm going to say it tomorrow. So what do you think about that? That's treason, is what she says. <laughs> Borders on treason. Uh, and then yeah. she says, Sveta's DNA test a, The dialogue is choice. Saying that would be irresponsible. Not saying it would be irresponsible. <laughs> like, how, do you, how do you refute either side this of that? This is the Pee Wee Herman school of debate. I know yeah. you are, but what am I? Uh-huh. My God. <laughs> Scully should be done with both of these. But dudes. it's the Pee Wee Herman... I mean, it's a Pee Wee Herman everything. It's an amateur hour of conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't explain why he thinks all of this stuff. He just asserts it all sure. in this big, long string connecting things that he's asserted to other things he's going to assert now, I don't know if without guys, anybody thinking critically, except for Scully. I don't know if you guys are getting this, because I'm, I'm complaining a lot about this episode, but I actually kind of love it. I'm fine. I'm fi- like I've got to give in to my fiction, give in to the sure. universe that I'm living in. With the amount of sh- in the moment, with the amount of shitty plot that they have to retcon and peel back from where they were at at the end of the series, I'll forgive a lot of silliness, and we'll see. Because everyone says the first episode is kind of mostly terrible and doesn't make sense. Now, yeah. the one thing I didn't think, I didn't th- feel like that Duchovny or Anderson was sleepwalking or slumming through any of this. No. They mm-hmm. felt like fairly. I mean, I, maybe people have a way better opinion of David Duchovny's acting than I do. But like I said this on the forums, like I think people say he's sleepy just because he's got heavy lids, man. Yeah, he always looks like he can barely keep his eye. He looks open. like he's stoned almost all the time, and he might be. And it, I mean, that works great in Californication because <laughs> he totally is. Um, and I do think that he comes a little bit more alive when he can be funny because I feel like that's his the gear that he. I mean, Absolutely. if you've seen interviews yeah. with him, he's a very ironic mm-hmm. kind of jokester, doesn't take much serious kind of guy, and I think that yeah. he engages with that. But but he has a low key kind of sure kind of. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the word just cool demeanor, and sometimes that comes across as detached. Sure. Uh, so the next oh you the bomb that you mentioned Scully dropping. Yeah. She says definitively that she has no evidence of alien DNA. Yeah. And the test came back negative. No This no is DNA. some Wisconsin crime lab science going on here. Uh-huh. Like if you doubt the result and you're having it retested, then don't fucking say definitively this woman has no alien DNA. I'm just glad she didn't use the whole sample on the one sure. test because sure. otherwise yeah, we well, wouldn't you, be able to do the second one. I this dry, I mean to me 
that implies that she did the test, she got the test results, and this is the re- but she was awaiting the retest, and it just drove yeah. me crazy. Yeah. I don't feel like she as a scientist would do this. But that I don't know. That shitty. strikes me as Scully. Like Scully has always been a little bit like twisted dagger, too eager to prove her point. But in the, my opinion, I get it. But like, has Scully not evolved? I know she's. I know yeah. she's been abducted by, and she's not even fighting. Like I realize, I've been abduct, abducted by aliens. We had a baby. It was. I mean, all this shit she's got on the table because she's still being that super skeptical person. It's super strange to me, yeah. which I understand. Like you don't throw all science and reason out the window just because you've seen an alien. But if you you can't like half respect the scientific process. Yeah, I, I mean, you incorporate that into like, that new knowledge into the scientific process, right? Like, yeah. okay, I know for a fact there are aliens. Yeah. How do I prove that? Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, next day, Scully decides to do a fake Google search to a website that she's visited literally countless times. And, you know, my heart literally died a bit inside to see her use a computer like my dad would. What do you mean? I mean, my dad, he doesn't just put shit on the address bar. He goes to Google and searches oh, for, yeah. you know... Yahoo, so he can read his fucking mail or something like that. Like, okay. I don't think Dana Scully goes to Google and searches for the Tad O'Malley science power hour every single time she wants to go to his website. Yeah. She just silly. puts in the first three characters in the address bar like everybody else does and hits enter. Sure. Uh, so then um, we see Tad O'Malley saying, hey, I was going to tell you all the truth, but... In the four hours since we all met at uh, Fox's cabin in the woods in the middle of nowhere, they got to they got to her and taped the statement, and now everything's ruined. Um, and I'm thinking, well, maybe you shouldn't have said her name over the phone. Or you shouldn't have stepped outside the top secret limo and let the drones hear you, stupid got assholes. Sloppy. Uh, and then she gets the test results back. Uh, Mulder finds the Svet is gone. Humvees pull in. There's this like this montage of government skullduggery. Humvees pull in. Spec ops guys blow the RV, the ARV to hell. Kill all the researchers. Another yep. blood-soaked Scully staggers out of another grueling ear surgery <laughs> to dad search up Tad O'Malley again. And this time, 404 error. The website's gone. Totally like, gone. This thing has yeah. just been erased in a matter of hours. Yeah. It's weird that she doesn't get some kind of like youtube style this video is no longer online or whatever because like she's clearly going to like a youtube style site what kind of shitty government cover-up is this well yeah i mean they're just redacting all of the information just blowing shit up killing people and yanking it like it seems like they would the 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 big government play to make would be like you know tad o'malley sending dick pics to his 13 year old intern sure oh i can't believe anything this pedophile said like Mm-hmm. I mean, that I actually would have found, found chilling because I always wonder, like, if anyone, like, you get a character, you get a, someone to start telling the truth to power nowadays. Like, we know for a fact that the FBI used to plant, you know, and and and, and try to dig up dirt on on characters that they deemed unsavory yeah. and you know, civil rights activists, whatnot, leftist agitators. Nowadays, they can just remote into your PC, upload a bunch of child porn knock on your door and fuck you in federal prison for the rest of your life. It's sure. easy peasy. But nobody has like that. Has that ever been a plot anywhere? Yes. I saw it in some, 
thing. Was it like in the Will Smith Gene like Enemy of the State? No, it was they... in it was in Fight the Future. They did that to the the tall guy from Rounders. Ah. Uh. They went in and searched his apartment and found a bunch of child porn. Okay, stuff. all right. Try well, to see, there you him. go, Chris Carter. Yeah. He knows he what's it, up. It's like he couldn't it, reuse it. I mean, uh, yeah, he could do any number of other things. After he wrote this episode, him saying he can't reuse anything—that's <laughs> fair. Little, little strong. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, uh, she goes back out to her car, and Mulder has written "Don't give up" for her to find, but also he's going to hang around to talk to her as well. I thought that was a little weird. Yeah, that's that strikes me as Mulder. Really, it's just like a little a little creepy Mulder fun joke to pull on her before he talks to her. And he drops the Venus theory on her that he said yeah. credits to uber violent fascist elites, which I'm I'm about to roll my eyes so hard. But then he kind of like he says something like, "If you believe in that kind of thing," to make it seem like he's gilding the lily a little bit. Do you think Tad's dead? It said, <sighs> wasn't he a guest star, Joel McHale? I feel like that that's a bit beefy of a role for a one-off. I thought so, too, but... That I feel like that we... I, I don't think he's dead. Because that's the other thing. Like, if they just fucking kill Tad O'Malley... They've killed everybody else. That's the thing. Like, but, they killed Sveta. They killed... But Sveta... Uh, the might, scientists. I think that... Well, they exploded her. It's not like they disintegrated her. No, they fucking blew They're her up. They're find that wreckage, and that's... that's yeah. Some police is going to find that and put in a report. I don't know. It's weird. They're all powerful and yet very sloppy. Sure. And keep that in mind when we get to the last scene of this episode. All right. Because this is another long-standing, I don't understand this about the X-Files. So we find out that Scully has has resequenced her own genome, and not only was Sveta packed full of alien DNA goodness, but so is she. And so is maybe their kid? Like, maybe this isn't Mulder's kid? Maybe this is alien scoop mark kid? It's like uh, Jesus Christ. It's it's a third party involved. Look for the scoop marks, Mulder. (laughs) Where are the scoop marks on Scully? I don't know. She should be melon balled. Maybe they got past that. Maybe they're just like, Mm. well, this all happened before Sveta was mangled, right? Uh, well, I thought Savannah was dead as a little child. Like, she's been abducted since she's a little girl. That's what she said to Mulder. Yeah, abducted, but, I mean, you can't impregnate a little girl. It's if not you, possible. Maybe you got alien with alien DNA. tech, I suppose, you might be able to, yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, she says, hey, someone's got to stop these sons of bitches. And then Skinner texts them conveniently that she they, he needs them to come back immediately. Then we have a... The X-Files cut. are back on. The X-Files are reopened. Yeah. Sveta's car stalls out on some lonely highway in the middle of the road. An ARV decloaks or degravitates right over her head, beams her with a predator laser, and then blows her ass up. Yeah, she's done. Finally, we get to the cigarette smoking man, and he... What the fuck? He's smoking through a trach tube, which uh-huh. is a nice touch. But that's the least of his problems. Why? Did you see his face? He's, 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 you know, he never a spring chicken, 16 he's years. Frankenstein. No, you didn't, like, he's got half his face is Frankenstein, man. I did not notice that. Yeah. I noticed his hands were, like, burnt or something. Yeah, his hands have a bunch of liver spots and, ugh. It's, he's, he's a mess. He's a wreck. I think his face is, like, Frankenstein. Like, he's got silly putty on half his face. Okay. I, I, I didn't, didn't notice that. But my, I guess I was just, uh, I, I was, Fixed on him chain smoking through his trach tra- tube. Yeah, that's pretty awesome too. Uh, but they, I, and then he's like, "We have a small problem. They've reopened the X Files." Like, look, man, you guys just rolled up a very public 
operation. Yeah. A guy who was broadcasting daily about your bullshit, and he had a lab, and he had witnesses, and you killed and silenced them all in, in, in very public circumstances. Yeah. And you're worried about a... a uh, an ear-operating doctor and a disgraced former FBI agent reopening. The- Just kill them now. Sure. Uh, that's what I've said about Mulder and Scully the whole time. They should be dead. If you really want them out of the way and you don't like them investigating, kill them. Like, they've always said, well, the lights, you know, it's like, you got too bright of a light on you. They can't do that. But, like, Tad O'Malley is a reputation yeah. of that. They can just kill him. They're, I don't know if he's dead or yet, but they know, can but... yank his website and do all this shit. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I really do love about this is how they don't credit him until after this scene. Although uh-huh. their marketing betrayed this. Their marketing showed Smoking Man clearly. Uh, yeah. I watched a clip that they released before this came out, which is unfortunate because I thought it was really cool not to show him uh, until the very end and not to credit him at all until after you already know he's in it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I guess if I if I wasn't running a podcast and doing a research, I'm trying to think, I guess if I'd have known that he was alive... I would have been expecting him to be in it. Hmm. Okay. Because why wouldn't he be? He's such yeah. a fixture of the X-Files and has been for a very long time. Definitely. But it's weird, though, him ret- like retconning all of this stuff about the alien conspiracy and what the syndicate's role is really puts this guy into a weird, different light. Like... I've I've never understood exactly where he fits in. He works with the aliens, right? Like with the conglomerate that is. Well, so when I know about the X Files, my understanding of it was that the aliens came in the '40s, and the human government backed them up on their heels because they'll say, "Well, we'll just fucking nuke the planet, make a nuclear winter, which you guys uh-huh. can't survive in because that's the weakness of the black oil." But if you promise to show us favor, we will work secretly to make this human-alien hybrid that's an ideal breeding ground. And and they're trying to double-cross the aliens by actually breeding an a antidote to the black oil virus so they make Earth essentially immune to the aliens so they'll lose interest. Okay. That's what I thought was what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then they started peeling that shit. What am I? No, fuck it. I'm not going to waste any more time with the show. <laughs> All right. So what were they really doing then? I guess that was just a cover to tell, like, is this, like, some kind of matrix? Was that the Zion level of shit? Like, you know, there's going to be people like Fox Mulder and Dana Scully that get too close to the truth. But the truth is actually just another elaborate lie on top of the big elaborate lie. And the real secret truth is it's just, you know, corrupt government officials trying to brain control us for whatever purpose. Yeah, yeah. I hope they, they talk more about it. I thought that. it was cool when, you know, the the Fight the Future came out and they kind of made the cigarette smoking man into sort of a good guy. Like the syndicate is not fully mm-hmm. evil. They're actually, you know, big picture trying to save the world. If they break a few, yeah. you know, if they kill millions of people, it doesn't matter because they're trying to save billions. They'd be dead anyway. Sure. Now they're just running a weird low rent slavery scheme on us and yeah. trying to poison us. I, I don't know. But I don't only, know. In, only in America, not in the rest of the world. Uh well you know first America then the rest of the world sure M- makes sense sort of sort of hey a couple brief words on how you can support bald move because I that's pop that's that's not uh, not popular it's it's important assuming that you it see, is I mean how are we gonna fight the future without funds sure 
or <laughs> or how are we going to want to believe? Yes, uh, in a podcast if we can't afford to, to run it. Uh, so if you see the value in what we do, there's a couple ways you can help us out. Number one, uh, we got the club at uh, club.baldmove.com. Uh, it's a very low monthly or even super low yearly subscription, and you get ad-free feeds and a bunch of bonus features and video features and some exclusive, uh, you know, co- content like our. Uh, on the rocks, where we have an evening show where we, you know, get liquored up and talk about whatever, and have Q and A with the audience, and the corresponding, slightly more corporate lunch with Jim and Aaron. More corporate? I don't even know what that means in know. the bald move context. We, we still drink, so still drink. We still talk about there's whatever. No food involved in either one. It's all liquid, liquid lunch, lunches and still dinners. cursing our sweatpants. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what happens. Uh-huh. Uh, but I so, wear a tie though, so yeah. it's corporate. But there's some, then you got a VIP access in the forums. There's some cool perks with that, and and it's a great way to support us. There's also an Amazon affiliate link at amazon.baldmove.com. It redirects you to Amazon. You get all the same prices and policies and and availability of items that you get on Amazon's regular site, except for your cart comes preloaded with love for bald move, and we get a cut on of all your purchases on that session. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirdly, and we haven't done this in a long time. Uh, but we could use uh, help with some iTunes reviews. If you're on the iTunes platform and that's how you're enjoying our podcast, you know, we're getting a brand new show. And uh, for once, there's some some entrenched competition. There's some really good I, uh, yeah. X-Files podcasts. Been doing this for a long time. And if we're going to hope to kind of stick out in the crowd, we could use a little love on that. So if you'd throw us some stars our way and, and some reviews, if you were entertained by our podcast or you thought we uh, represented the, the show well... We'd appreciate it. Uh, shall we get the feedback? Yeah. Uh, so if you want to send us feedback, X-Files, no dash, or you can put a dash in there, What? What? whatever, at baldmove.com. I apologize. I actually, uh, the that, that email wasn't working up until about 48 hours ago because it turns out Google Groups, you can only have so many aliases for an email address. Conspiracy. And, and, there, and you, the biggest Google, conspiracy Google the is the Google admin interface. Because there's a little tiny red message at the very bottom of the screen that you can't even see when you're doing this on a cell phone that says too many aliases in use. And you click the save button and it looks like it's saving, but it's actually telling you these little red messages not saving. So I created that and then I got a message saying, hey, I tried to email you and blah, blah, blah. It's working now. X-Files at baldmove.com. Okay. Uh, or you can get on forums, forums.baldmove.com. No dash with a dash? What? What's... I, just, you know, who wants to put a dash? Just X-Files. Okay. It will work with the dash because, you know, I try to try try to make it easy on people, but sure. officially right. it's X files, no dash, all one word, at baldmove.com. Or on forum, forums.baldmove.com, which is where I got most of the feedback. Uh, Joe from London managed to fight through our email bullshit and say, uh, I watched the first episode tonight. Dialogue sounded like it had been written for a high school drama club production. Mm-hmm. It was horribly clunky. Yep. The editing didn't help. It was just a close-up face saying shitty line cuts immediately to close-up a face saying shitty line over and over again. Yep. You'd think with a budget this big, they'd spend some of it on decent writers and an editing and directing team who has made decent TV before. They probably blew the entire budget on the CGI spaceships and Jillian Anderson's high sky, sky high cosmetic surgery bill. Whoa! Shots okay. fired from across the pond. What about David Duchovny? I was going to say, while we're talking about bill. it, David Duchovny looks like a man who's had a full face transplant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the guy who gets ma- he's he's like a police officer and he gets burnt in a horrible fire. Face off. Face off. Well, no, yeah. but that actually looks good. I mean, there've actually been dudes that face, but they they just you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure I would want John Travolta's face. 
especially this John Travolta, you know, the current configuration. Yeah, modern day John Travolta. I don't want his face anywhere near mine. But but David, whether De- it's on his body or not, the David Duchovny his uh, is I I just soaks his face in Botox. I can only assume well. he doesn't have proper facial control. I mean, it's like I you don't gotta, get you don't get those pouty lips with without a little enhancement. Those all droopy lids. <laughs> you They're about to droop off his face, man. Right? Can you imagine what his lips would look like without the Botox? The droop. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? That's uh, uh, why well, I'm just going to grow old gracefully. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was never pretty to do, start with. Do the Paul Newman. Just you know, get get old. Get old. You don't think Paul Newman had work done? Uh certainly not as much as most people. Well. Uh, there's somebody you either else. had work done or you haven't. Man. There's somebody else who I've I've been championing as a hero of aging. Who's that? Uh, and I can't think of who it was at the moment. Hmm. It's a real shame. All right, well, let's move on. Okay, I haven't seen the show since the '90s, but I liked it as a kid. This reboot has me has me wondering if it was always this bad. Well, the answer is sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Uh, someone on the forum said that. Chris Carter and George, and I think they were actually quoting someone else, that said Chris Carter and George Lucas are kind of the same. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say they work together on this. No, 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 no. I was going like, to lose my look fucking on your mind. Face. Like, you're like, don't even say, don't you fucking open your mouth and say the words. <laughs> no, they're comparing it that, like, they made an awesome world, but the best work has always been done at the hands of other people. Yeah. Like, you need a Kasdan yeah. or a Kirshner. Or a villain, you know, Vince Gilligan, someone sure. in there to put words in these people's minds. Because this was a this was a Chris Carter joint, mm-hmm. written and directed by, we'll created if, by too. We'll see if James <laughs> Wong is the he wrote and directed the next episode. We'll see if he does a better job. All right. Uh, anyway, I hope you guys tear a new one. It deserves the podcast. I, I again, I was braced for this, so I guess that's one of the reasons I didn't just out and out hate it. And I thought a lot of the worst stuff was actually came across more as funny than as yeah. tragic. Um, and I also recognize the need for them to like where if they just resume the mythology from where it was in the last season, number one, I'd be lost. Mm-hmm. Number two, by all accounts, it was in a very silly place. So they needed to do yeah. some restructuring and do it fast because the only the other thing is like, why only six episodes? I don't know. Like this feels like, you know, with I get it. Like the one of their criticisms last year with 24 was that it felt like 12 episodes is actually too many. Mm-hmm. But for the X-Files, I felt like, you know, especially with all the stuff that they had to do, because, you know, unlike 24, this is not a standalone deal. You have to kind of explain a bunch of stuff and figure out the mythology. And and it's not just this linear uh, yeah. tra- train ride, right? Yeah. It's also like Monster of the Week stuff. And if you want to get into the classic X-Files, sure. you need like 10 episodes, maybe? I was thinking 10 to 12 would be a good number. And I was shocked that they only got six. And in fact... Yeah. When I heard they only had six, I'm thinking, oh, well, it's going to be all a bunch of mythos stuff. And then I heard that, like, it's roughly two thirds to, you know, like two or three of the episodes are Monster of the Week standalones. Yeah, that sounds That strange. really doesn't make sense. Right. Right. I, I don't know. I came into this like, I'm, I've never taken X Files that seriously. Here's what, what like as a as a mythos type what if, show. What if Chris? Yeah, here that's kind of where I was at. So I'm kind of just along for the ride, like I am with like Z Nation, I, and I think it's a little bit self aware. I think when Chris Carter throws all of this jargon on top of jargon and these crazy conspiracy uh, scenarios, he's doing it on purpose. I've got to imagine he knows that this is so over the top that it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
What if Chris Carter came back and said 2012 came and went? There is no alien conspiracy. It's all dried up. We don't. Maybe the syndicate won, and maybe we're all secretly infected with the 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 retrovirus, and we're all good to go now. And uh-huh. mold, and but do you still have weird shit in the world? Like that's the thing. Sure. Like, uh, like sewer monsters and someone posts on Reddit the, out of Mole the two hundred and three episodes of X Files, only sixty some revolved around aliens. So two thirds right. of the episodes were just standalone monster of the week paranormal shit. Why yeah. not just have Dan, you know Mulder and Scully be the X Files and investigate this weird stuff to no real end other than it needs to be investigated? Yeah, and I mean, get I... rid of the myth arc that gets you in trouble, and you can't really pull off anyway. Sure, I I don't know, I I guess. I'm just along for the ride. I don't. Yeah. I don't care so much how it turns out. Okay. Because uh, I was never that invested in X Files to begin with. So, uh, dummy on the forum said, "When the car exploded, was anyone else's first response a belly laugh for a full solid minute?" Which? Oh, Nina's car. Yeah, Sveta's car. Sveta's car. Uh, I was uh, not really. <laughs> I I thought yeah. I, I mean, there was something funny about it, but I I thought any any everything from the porch on was pretty fucking funny. Okay. So I was primed to, I don't know, for a solid minute, but I, I, I did laugh. <laughs> uh, Joe Pinetree says, given all the negative reviews the first episode is getting, this actually was not that bad. Not something that I would ever, ever, ever watch again, but at least it does a not terrible job of setting up what matters from the original. Yeah. Uh, William, aliens, etc., and what doesn't. Super soldiers, Mulder and Scully, criminals on the run, etc. That said, this was such a Chris Carter special. All his go-to moves were there. Breaking up Mulder and Scully. Mulder flip-flops again and does a long monologue. Scully has amnesia and is a skeptic. It's like whenever Carter runs out of ideas, he just does one of the three. But if this is the worst, color me excited for the rest. He also says, this is like the uh, Kishko plot in the original series. Mulder gets convinced it's only the government, questions everything he knows, then slowly learns the conspiracy is even bigger than he thought and aliens are real. It's the same pattern as the myth arc in the later seasons. Mulder gets totally convinced by Kershkow that it was the military, then realizes it was the aliens, then he gets totally convinced that Samantha was killed by a serial killer, then realizes it was aliens, and the same thing will happen here. The same thing in the Mulder and Scully relationship. What drove me nuts the last few seasons of The X-Files wasn't whether they'd end up together or not. It was the constant backtracking, including the greatest bit of trolling by the showrunner of all time, which was naming the first episode after Mulder's return in season 8. Three words... Which ended up being fight the future and not I love you like all the shippers wanted. Which also means that this miniseries will end with them getting back together. I thought this was a pretty smart analysis. Like, uh-huh. I yeah. would be shocked if by the end of this we're not back to aliens. I I think we're already back to aliens. Oh, oh, well, okay. As like the overall yes. thing controlling their Although, destinies. I gotta say that I think the aliens as a benevolent force that's been subverted by humanity's darker impulses is a really cool hook. It's way more interesting. And it, it makes, like, we I've talked about this on a lot of different podcasts, that, like, the whole bug-eyed ma- aliens from space coming to conquer Earth just doesn't make sense on a lot of different levels. Yeah. Them coming as a force for good totally makes sense. And us fucking that up. And the other thing is... Let's say that the syndicate figures out a way to make us all immune to the black oil virus. What stops the aliens from just destroying Earth in a fit of rage? They have spacefaring yeah. technology, advanced, you know, weaponry, super soldiers. Like, does that really save us? Or does that know. just keep us from being slaves? Yeah, we're doomed anyway, so. Yeah. 
That's does, the it, thing. does it even matter? That, that's like, I thought the black oil, like, you know, double or triple cross angle was interesting, but I always like, man, but how does that really get us out of the sort of Damocles we got? I mean, I suppose it might. It might, right? Like, maybe like, they're it, just like, fine, it. whatever. It's like, you know, move when, on to the when, next planet. When you got a cookie and your brother wants a cookie and you lick the cookie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you can does eat he the... Does he pull it out of your hand and smash it on the ground? Yeah. Or does he say, whatever? Fuck it, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. going to get my own goddamn cookie. Sure. Fred from Texas challenges us. You guys should try to podcast the podcast this without cracking a single joke. Too late. You know, as an exercise in combating futility. Well, yeah, it lasted five seconds into the podcast. I think you got through the intro without cracking a joke. I did. Mm-hmm. Although bee stings and black oils kind of that is yeah. It's it's also not a relevant joke anymore. Like no. this this episode destroyed the this the name of our podcast in one episode. Bravo, Chris Carter. <laughs> Breathtaking. Uh, Frack and T is very pessimistic. He says, oh, I don't know about this at all, you guys. Is Chris Carter really trying to retcon the entire series now and say the aliens never existed? I don't think he's saying that. No. It seems like he's counting on us to have foggy memories, check, or to just not care that the existence of aliens and a conspiracy with them by government has been proven to exist in his universe. Kind of check? We're not going to wipe it away in favor of conspiracy that is basically the wet dream of every right-wing anti-government nut job in America. I sense the Fox Network's hand in this in terms of political messages as well as your garden variety network insistence that the history be downplayed so that new millennial viewers won't be too engaged with the old material. I've been saying for years that X-Files doesn't hold up in a post-9-11 world, and I have a feeling these next six weeks are going to prove me right. But I'm still going to watch it. I I think they're leaning into the post-9-11 world. I do too. In a way that is kind of okay with me. And it's like this kind of thing like... Some people are like, uh, I'm an atheist and I don't like the leftovers because it touches on a lot of Judeo-Christian mythology. And I'm like, I'm an atheist and I don't care because it is mythology. It's a fictional And I can enjoy it on that. Like, I don't have to believe in contrails and... And that's the other thing. Like, Mulder throws the Tuskegee Airmen and a bunch of other shady shit the government's done. It's not like there's not hooks for a wild conspiracy plot to be put on there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't, you don't, I don't think you have to believe that the moon landings were hoaxed and that there are no aliens in Area 51 to still enjoy a story that's based about what if that was actually what happened. I totally agree. So I don't – and maybe that's the difference between you and me, uh, Fracken, is that I, I just see this as yet another fantasy. Mm-hmm. And also I was very – I don't think that they're saying aliens never existed. I think they're recontextualizing the experience that the aliens had. Uh, or we had with them. And I also like, I'm, I'm in the crew that has foggy memories of all this stuff. You know, I noped yeah. out somewhere between episode or season six and seven. I've done a little bit of read. I've seen the movies and whatnot, but I don't really know the ins and outs of the, how the things stayed at the end. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of the weird ones that like would be fine. If they just jettisoned the myth arc and just went monster of the week went full procedural. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I think they need the, the mythology stuff in there. Yeah. Cause it, but it, if you need I mean, it, you had to reboot it because I don't think the yeah, mythology yeah. was in a stable place. Uh, I'm with you because there were just a lot of contradictory, not making sense parts about stuff. Uh, huh. I mean, even like the mold, like Mulder's sister went back. Like that's the, that was the core mystery that the series was founded on. And they went back and forth about that one little piece of information. About like, Mulder's sister? Yeah, is Mulder so is Mulder's sister Did they? is she alive or dead? Was she I don't honestly I don't this is an honest question. 
Was it ever proven in later seasons that Mulder's sister was alive or dead? Was she abducted by aliens? Wasn't she? Hmm. Was she an alien? I mean, there was a lot of different answers I felt like to those questions. Yeah, I I think you're right. I mean, I I recall scenes where they showed like the abduction and stuff, but yeah. it was kind of always from Mulder's point of view. And is that to be trusted? And like, yeah, those those kind of you know foggy memory type questions. And now it feels like that that has been replaced by Mulder and Scully's child. Like that's uh, the new, yeah, new fix. I suppose that's so. the new kind of thing that they could be fixated on. Yeah, this experience that happened to Scully personally, and getting to the bottom of that, and you know, I don't know if they're whether gonna... this is an alien baby. Yeah, and like, did they reunite the family? Like, I, I don't. Have where, we ever what seen do I their want kid? to happen? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I know we if, didn't in the movies. Like again, if they, if they, if they did something in seasons eight or nine, I, I don't know. But yeah. the kid would only be like two or three years old then, right? Yeah. So I assume it would be. Like at best 20s now ish be a late eh, teenager. maybe late teenager early 20s potentially somewhere around a 16 to 20 age yeah so maybe we'll see the kid at some point because like if you think your kid's an alien go investigate <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah then maybe do a blood sample dna work watching on youtube it. videos it. of obama being interviewed by late night hosts yeah and yeah. you know t- torturing yourself uh, that's all we got for this week. Well, actually, no, it's not all we got this week. Tomorrow we'll be back for uh, episode two of the yeah. the reboots, and then we'll have four more weeks of this stuff. But mm-hmm. by all accounts, this is the low point. I've heard that the next episode's significantly better, and the third episode is the best one yet. It's it's huh. uh, more of a return to the classic monster of the week, and maybe even fan servicey. This is the like you know the non spoiler. Seppenwall reviews seemed like it was pretty. They were pretty high in the third episode. Same thing with the AV Club and a few of the others okay. I read. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that this is the ripping off of the Band-Aid they needed to do to get the series back on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Chris Carter joint. He's never been the strongest, actually, where the rubber meets the road kind of guy. So hopefully we've had our experience and we're ready to 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 get back in the full on X Files mode. All right, we'll see. I'm excited for. Uh last night's episode i haven't seen it yet yep we'll see you guys tomorrow and until then i'm aaron and i'm jim bye bye